Hello, I'm Kimberly Chalmers, and this is the Be Well and Be You podcast, where I talk about everything to do with your health, your well-being, and ultimately how to live your most vibrant life. And I have titled today's podcast, Your Thoughts Determine Your Future. Life is possible when we think it to be so. Life is alternatively impossible when we think it to be so. So think of your current life situation. Consider who you are. Think about what your life looks like. Think about all your circumstances, situations where you live, your workplace. Think about all these kinds of factors. You created it, all of it, with your thoughts. If you have an underlying belief that you can't do something, you're not good enough, you won't ever be able to be what you really want to be, you will continue to experience exactly that. Your life matches up perfectly with your thoughts. If you think small, you live small. If you think big, you live big. You've heard the quote, whether you think you can or think you can't, you're right, right? Henry Ford said this. What are your thoughts creating right now? So think about what's the thing that dominates your thoughts? Is it a joyful gratitude? And is it of pleasant ideas about yourself and the world? Or is your dominating thought one of frustration, depression, disappointment, and fear about yourself or the world? So here's my revelation. I realized lately I have bought into this group think, if you will, about inflation of housing and gas prices. I've been super upset. I've been negative. I've been full on whining about it. I could have written a book on this. And you see on the West coast of Canada, where I live, it's close to a million dollars, let's say to buy a townhome. Gas prices as of today are $2 and 40 cents a liter. So if a gallon is four and a half liters, that makes a gallon of gas $10 and 80 cents. So if you're in the U S just consider that the Canadian dollar is dropping our, our grocery costs are predicted to increase a total of 11 and a half percent this year. And I have been literally talking to everyone about this frustration of mine. And one day my partner mentioned to me about, we were talking about this trip. I'm taking one of my kids on for, for grad. And we were talking about this upcoming trip and I'm, I'm planning it out. I've got some great ideas. And my partner mentioned that it's going to cost me more due to the declining Canadian dollar. And for a moment I was crushed. I was disappointed. And then I realized that it's my thinking that creates my reality and it totally determines therefore how I'm going to feel about my life. So I thought to myself, what if I switch that? What if I got excited about manifesting more abundance and finding creative ways to plan for our vacation? What if I saw this as an opportunity versus a disadvantage? And the moment I changed my thinking is the moment I began to see everything else different too. It was, if you think about it, a real subtle shift, but actually a big one in terms of my conversations 
and the next decisions that I will make for this trip, but also for our investments and how we choose to live our lives in this current financial climate, whatever you choose to believe that climate is, right? So switching from negativity and frustration to abundance, it's simply a way of thinking. It leads to a belief that there is more than enough. So if your thoughts determine your future, you can create whatever you desire. So think about the future that you desire to create. If you're not already on track for it, you can learn to shape your thoughts and beliefs around what you desire. So this may be easier said than done. And in my personal experience, it requires some mental gymnastics and a lot of practice. You know, sometimes it's a quick flip of a switch and, you know, your thinking is forever changed and shifted. Other times it requires some intention. It requires a dedication to this change in thinking. So here's a strategy for revealing your thoughts so that you can shift them to more powerful life by design thoughts. So there's just two steps in this, in this initial process. First is to write down all your frustrations in life, your frustrations with people and relationships or frustrations, maybe with your career, your job, your environment where you live, your frustrations in the world, get it all out. Be totally real with yourself. What is truly bugging you and seemingly in your way of you being able to do and be uh, the way that you want. And the second part of this is once you have written down all those frustrations, like really get it out there, be as nasty and ugly and gritty and depressed and frustrated as you possibly can, right? Just get it all out there. Then the second part is to go back through your list and identify what specific thoughts dominate each issue. So for example, if your frustration is that your house is too small, your underlying thoughts might be something like, I'll never get out of this place, or I'm so mad I missed the boat on the real estate bubble, or I never take advantage of opportunities, or I never amounted to anything and look at the result, or why doesn't anything ever work out for me? So really look at what's your frustration and what are the thoughts that are that are underlying that? What are the thoughts that are real dominant around that specific issue. Okay. The next thing to do is to really carefully look at all of this. So looking at your, your thoughts, see where it is, first of all, that you're playing victim to your circumstances and not taking hundred percent ownership. And this might be really challenging to recognize. It, it, it might be a real stretch because especially if, if you, have a pattern in your life of coming from the place of things happen to me. It's never my fault. It's always somebody else that I can blame for this or some other circumstances that I can blame for this, whatever that looks like. If you're really, really honest with yourself and yes, it's challenging, but if you're really honest with yourself, you're going to be able to see those places where you're like, gosh, I'm acting like a victim here. I'm, wow, I really am not taking responsibility for this. So just have a look and see what areas are like that for you. The second part of this, of looking carefully 
back at all of your thoughts and frustrations, circle anything that sounds like you're being just ungrateful with your life. You're ungrateful with what you have. You're ungrateful with who you are. And just, just do a little circle. These are all the areas that I'm, I'm ungrateful. The next part of this is to write a gratitude for each of your frustrations. So this is going to require you to sort of turn around the statement or look deep for anything that you could be grateful for. So, <clears throat> excuse me, if it's your small house, you could write, I'm grateful I have a warm bed to sleep in at night and space enough for each of us to have our own rooms. I am grateful I created the finances to live in a home that has worked for us up until now. So any element of, of finding that little nugget that you can be grateful for, I promise you, the more we can be grateful in our lives, the more our whole entire world will change. This Just this one thing, if you take nothing else from today, if you begin a practice of gratitude for every single area of your life, the frustrations, the good, the bad, the ugly. If you start to have a, a daily rhythm of consciously being grateful, that alone is going to shift everything. So we've talked about writing down your frustrations and then looking through and seeing what are the thoughts that are a part of those. Then you're looking at where are you playing victim to your circumstances and then you're looking at where you're being ungrateful. The next part is to write a gratitude for each frustration. So the next part of this is that I want you to begin to imagine and visualize what you truly desire. So when you fully believe that you have the power to design and create your best life, you will. When you really embody, you just know your life will, will happen by design. Often this requires seeing it in your mind before manifesting it in reality. So seeing truly is believing and it truly is the way to manifestation. So you got to see it first. So here's what you can do to really begin to shape this in your mind, to really begin to cultivate a mind that is visioning for the future, a mind that is creative and imagining and manifesting. So the first thing is to write out your true desires, your true desires for you, your true desires for your relationships, and your true desires for your world. And if this is all like overwhelming already and you're thinking, oh my gosh, that's a lot, just, just start with your true desires for you. And you can look back at some of the things that you're frustrated with and sometimes just looking at well, what's the opposite of that? What is it that I truly desire? That will then, that can sometimes come from what you're, what you don't want, right? So then what I want you to do is I want you to write from the perspective of your part in this, not someone else's role. It's really important that this is what you are consciously and subconsciously thereby creating as this is what you will have control over, right? We don't have control over whether or not uh, somebody does what we desire them to do. We just can control our self, our life, our thoughts. And of course, the ripple effect will be that it will shift everything around us. Okay. So we're going to write out 
through desires and then do this on a daily basis. If you can, if you forget and you're doing it weekly, that's better than not at all. Right. So it's not about getting down on ourselves for, you know, inconsistencies or not doing th the things that we say we're going to do. But this is really, if you, especially if you grab yourself a special book for visioning your special book for imagining your future. I happen to love this. I have a special book for everything. In fact, I have a stack right beside me right now of uh, books that I'm reading journals. I've got, I've got a journal for gratitudes. I have a journal for writing intentions. I have a journal for future visioning and imagining. I uh, see what else have I got. I've got a moon journal. I have um, a daily habits journal. <laughs> Oh I really do have a lot. Some might think it's it's excessive and and too much, but for me, this is this is what works for me in my life. Um, so even just having one journal where you're just beginning to shape and craft and design your future, like really having a space for you to imagine this and taking the time to write out your desires. And it's not about, you know, oh, I wish that. It's really deciding this is what you are creating in your, in your life. And see them as done. See all of your desires as actually already having happened. I love to do this in the evening before bed. I prop up the pillows around my bed behind me and I, you know, I get myself all comfortable and I have colorful pens and whatnot. And I just, I, I tend to be a pretty visual person. So for me, having different color pens, depending on the day, et cetera, all these things work for me. You find whatever works for you, right? And I love getting in that place of imagining and visualizing my future desires. And I will actually write them oftentimes, more often than not, as a future gratitude, because gratitude in and of itself has so much power for us. And so I'll make a statement like, I'm so grateful I'm living in my dream home. I love how the sun shines through the kitchen window and I can look out into the English garden as I make breakfast. I'm grateful for the built-in speaker system so that we can all listen to music and dance in the morning. You can write as much detail as you like. I find it's different each day. And some days I can write an entire page of all the things I'm grateful for in my future. And some days it's just a little paragraph. When you come from that place of living in the present moment, being grateful for all you are and have, and then you lean into the future from a place of gratitude and all your heart's desires, it is truly incredible how your experience of life itself will begin to shift. And you're going to start to see things that you didn't see before, like opportunities that you once would have let pass by are now seized in the light of opening your consciousness to new possibilities. When you begin to shift your thoughts from frustrated and disappointed, longing and lonely and upset to thoughts that are of wonder, joy, peace, and love and possibilities and creativity, you will see changes in your life. Whereas many people live by default, you know, recognizing 
your thought patterns and becoming clear on your desired future will surely impact not only your life, but the lives of other people around you. The ripple effect is always so incredible and in many ways magnetic. So what thoughts are you going to take careful notice of and start consciously shifting them towards the life that you truly desire? I would so love to hear from you. Please feel free to engage at any time. You're welcome to find me on social media, on Instagram at Kimberly R. Chalmers. Drop me a message. Let me know you listened. And I just would so appreciate your wisdom as well and anything that you are now taking and applying to your life. As always, be well and be you.